0: Pastor Stephen Brooks, coming to you a little bit earlier than what we normally do for our morning glory broadcast. And of course, this is not midweek, it's actually Tuesday, and it's not in the morning either. But I'm so happy that I can come before you and bring an encouraging word to you today. I want to share some things that will bring peace and great faith into your heart concerning the time of testing that many of God's people are experiencing right now due to the coronavirus. And I felt that today's message will lift you up and bless you. And I didn't even want to wait another 24 hours to get it to you. I wanted to go ahead and release this message immediately so that you can receive it and walk in the peace and the security of the Lord. You know, there was a time in biblical history when all of the restaurants were closed. Even the drive-thrus were not open. And there was also a same time, during that same time period, when all the hospitals closed. And I've even been told that it was so bad that even Amazon and Walmart closed. Well, Pastor Stephen, that sounds like something like that would be unlivable. Well, let's go further. What if Amazon, what if Amazon Walmart, all of your local grocery stores. How about this? Let's throw in all of the convenience stores, include the gas stations, hospitals. Everything was closed for 40 years. Could you survive? Could your local church assembly survive? Could the nation survive? My friends, just such a thing has already occurred in history. And this was the 40 years that the children of Israel spent out in the middle of a lonely desert. Now, I know that Amazon didn't exist then, and I know that there was no Walmarts, and there really technically weren't any hospitals. We understand that. But you have to understand this, that if God could take care of them, and sustain them, in a vacuum, where there are no laundromats, and there are no restaurants, and there are no hospitals, and there is no source of, you know, governmental help. Yet God took care of them for 40 years. Can He not take care of you for 40 days? Woo! Glory to God! There's nothing new under the sun. Oh, yes, there may be a new strain of virus or bacteria or something like that, but in the essence of the living experience of going through difficulties and things like that, there's nothing new under the sun. We can look to the nation of Israel and see all of the difficulties they have gone through, even up to their current time. And my friends, there have been those who have gone before us who walked in faith, and they proved the integrity of God's Word, because God watched over His Word, He kept it he performed it in their lives and you know what God's going to do the very same thing for you but think about the magnitude of what God did for 3 million people in the middle of nowhere with no outside source of help with no neighboring nation saying hey we'll come in and bail you out we're going to bring in food and and uh, we're going to bring in diapers and we're going to bring in medical supplies no there was There was none of that. They were all in a place, the children of Israel, where they were totally, not 10%, not 40%, they were 100% reliant upon God every single day. See, God had to do it every single day. Every single day, God came through for 40 years straight. God is certainly not going to let you go under, ever, much less for some little 40 days, you know, difficulty, you know, global flat tire experience that you've got to go through. Woo. Praise the Lord. Oh, I'm not saying that there aren't those out there who are hurting, who are uh, those who have even died, but I'm saying you have a covenant. Your story will be different. Praise God, because you have promises and please don't ever forget this. You have a Jehovah-Jireh in your life, and no sinner can say that. No sinner can believe for that because they are separated from God because of their sins. And by the way, this is a time when many sinners are looking to the Lord. This is a time where many people are contemplating taking their lives because of the financial pressure and the uh, what they would consider to be unsolvable dilemmas facing their life. You know, there are people out there, they just don't do good with stress. They don't do good with problems. They get nervous, they get anxious, and they look to, they look to end it. Some people just look to end it, they can't deal with it. Others turn to the bottle, and we're seeing that. We're seeing, you know, the most bizarre thing, of course, when the government or states say only necessary services can remain open, yet the states have Given the thumbs up for every legal, uh, every liquor store in the state to stay open. I know our state did that. Uh, how bizarre! Yeah, as if the liquor stores are the solution. <laughs> no, no. You can go to the bottle. I'm sure some do. There's no remedy there. Uh, it's just going to make it worse. But my friends, you have a Jehovah Jireh in your life, and so these stories while we've read about them maybe you heard about them in Sunday school the children of Israel in the uh, in the land of the Sinai Peninsula wandering for 40 years out in the desert well you know now we have our own in 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 a sense much smaller ability to just get a little taste just a tiny taste of what they lived every single day for 40 years. And I'm, I believe with all of my heart that during this time you will see God's faithfulness. And the lost will see you. And they'll see the, the serenity on your face, the calmness, the peace on your face, and how you just keep right on going. And don't be surprised when they come up to you and want to know about the God. That you serve praise the Lord Heavenly Father as we go into our uh, into our message today as we study your word we ask that your Holy Spirit with this life quickening power would come and illuminate the scriptures to the mind to the uh, to the understanding, so that we can grasp it receive it and apply it to our lives today we thank you father in the name of Jesus we all agree and say amen all right we're in Nehemiah chapter 9 verse 18 even when they made a molded calf for themselves and said, this is your God that brought you up out of Egypt and worked great provocations yet in your manifold mercies, you did not forsake them in the wilderness. Now I want to talk about some of the benefits 10 actually 10 very easy clearly to see benefits that come from serving the Almighty God who praise the Lord number one is mercy now look at this they really did a lot of things to provoke and irritate God to be rebellious to break his commandments they even made the silly uh, the golden calf and the, they did these things where in a sense they broke covenant but God loved them so much That even while they were doing all of that, he said, You know what? You're worthy of being destroyed. And of course, Moses interceded and cried out for the children of Israel, but God still loved the nation of Israel. And it says that in his manifold mercies, he did not forsake them in the wilderness. The number one benefit that you get of walking with God is mercy. Well, Pastor Stephen, You know I I believe that God would protect those that have really been serving him but Pastor Stephen, I'm a Christian and I love God maybe I you know I just don't think I've really served the Lord the way I should well you know if you're washed with the blood of Christ and you've been bought by the precious blood of Jesus you belong to God and I believe his mercy will also reach out and touch you praise the Lord and what happens when that mercy is extended. It says, you did not forsake them. So actually, what God did is, in a sense, He carried them. Woo! Praise God. He carried them all through the wilderness, even during the times of their bawling and squalling and mumbling and grumbling. And God saw all of that, and He knew, uh, God God knew all of this is, is characteristics that are not pleasing but at the same time he loved them so much that he still carried them and he extended mercy to them believe God today for mercy that despite perhaps areas you've missed it that that you know that God still loves you and that he's going to protect you during this coronavirus crisis situation that has touched our nation number 2 it says the pillar of the cloud did not depart from them by day. Now, if you were in the middle of the desert, and some of you you've you've had that experience perhaps not in the the Sinai desert or the the Arabian desert technically where I believe this was all taking place at, but a desert is a desert and I've been out in deserts before and I I have literally seen the thermometer go to 130 and stop because that was as high as it could go, but it was actually hotter than that. And I have been places where you literally could fry an egg on the street. It has been that hot. But my friends, the difference that it makes if a cloud now deserts usually don't have clouds. It's blue skies. 365 days out of the year, but for a cloud to come, and a cloud canopy that would be very, very large, that when the blistering sun would shine down, that cloud would block out that direct sunlight from blasting the people of Israel, and what do you have? Suddenly, you have, in a sense, what we could call air conditioning. Woo, praise the Lord. You have it made in the shade. And that is a tremendous blessing from God. So what would we call this blessing? Comfort. Comfort right in the middle of the desert. Now, I'm sure that if you expanded out, and you, if you left the group and you were to walk out, you could get out from underneath that cloud, and you would feel the full effect of that sun. But all you would have to do is just move right back underneath that cloud, and suddenly the temperature just drops dramatically, and you feel refreshed, and you're okay. You're okay to walk. You're okay to do the things that you, you need to do, to do the work that you would need to do, the times that they would set up camp, because you have that amazing cloud coverage. Can you imagine the surrounding nations as they would look back and see these unusual unexplainable phenomena that followed this group called the Israelites where there's this cloud that just goes before them and it just happens to always be this giant cloud and then at night somehow a pillar of fire shows up now you would think an unsaved heathen would say that would see something like that. And would say you know I've never seen stuff like this in my life before you guys are surrounded by miracles I I think I'd like to join up with you but you know it was for the people of Israel and there were those that would uh, become uh, converts or proselytes and they would join up and become members of the nation of Israel but for the most part just uh, the unbelievers would see it and go hmm that's interesting Well, that's a lot more than interesting. That is God's miraculous power sustaining and blessing His people and bringing them cloud coverage in the middle of a blistering desert. Okay? So comfort. And there's going to be comfort in your life right now. You will not be devoid of that. Praise the Lord. Always remember, remember the cloud. Remember the cloud okay? The pillar of the cloud did not depart from them by day to lead them on the road. So it brought comfort and it brought guidance because all you have to do is follow the cloud. How easy is that? That's, that's better than having a smartphone with GPS on it. All you have to do is look, you can see it all the time. Praise the Lord. So you also have that element of guidance, staying on the path that God has for your life. Now, it says, nor the pillar of fire by night. It didn't leave, it did not depart from them. The pillar of fire by night to show them light. Well, that fire is going to bring protection. Now, there in the desert, there were predators during that time. There were lions back in that day. Now, all the lions, from my understanding, the last lions were killed off. In the year, right around the year 1300, in the nation of Israel. And uh, no lions have really been seen there since then. Remember, Israel's very close to Africa, and you have that natural land bridge that just reaches right over uh, into the nation of Africa. So it's not very far away. So there used to be some pretty big predators there now they're not really desert dwelling type animals but still when you're making a big loop a big journey through that wilderness most likely at times you're going to run across creatures like that but to see this big torch of flaming fire that's going to push back creatures and animals like that and again at nighttime it's going to bring guidance but here we have safety and protection and also that fire representing illumination guidance which would also speak to us of walking in the wisdom of God and this is very very important that during this time you walk in the wisdom of God and you make good decisions don't get in fear and do silly things Because you get into that crowd mentality. And it says in the book of Deuteronomy do not follow a crowd into doing wrong or to doing evil. Or even sometimes that can be translated not so much as even doing something that's evil, but doing something that this is just not the right thing to do. So don't follow the crowd mentality, the herd mentality, because evil spirits can just push people uh, almost to do things like, uh, you know if people are selling their stocks well others start seeing that and they start selling all theirs too and they're violating good business ethics by doing things like that now there can be a time to jump off of a ship if it's going to go down and not recover but a lot of people they jump off and then you know next thing you know hey the ship still sailing and and then the ship recovers so be very careful with things like that you want to walk in the wisdom of god make good decisions not go out and spend $4000 on toilet paper because eventually the reality is going to hit why did i do that why did i buy a garage full of toilet paper it do- it doesn't even make any sense what's going on and stuff like that fear and total pandemonium and just people not thinking straight and they don't that's what happens often in these crises and these types of moments people literally they stop thinking they just uh, they're just consumed with what they're hearing through media And so much of the media has a biased agenda, which is not good, which is fear-based. And the media loves it, because the media makes money off of it. So if if that works for them, they'll keep pushing it, because the the bottom line is they're after money. That's all that matters to them. They have no interest in your well-being, so they push that. But my friends, you have to hold steady. You have to hold steady and walk in the wisdom of God and make right decisions. Woo, praise the Lord. This is good. Okay, let's continue on. You did not forsake them in the wilderness. The pillar of the cloud did not depart from them by day to lead them on the road, nor the pillar of fire by night to show them light and the way they should go. You also gave your good spirit to instruct them. All right, so here we have further un- how can I say further pouring out of the spirit of God in the anointing of wisdom we know that the Holy Spirit through the spirit of wisdom was upon Moses and Moses was able to lay his hands on the 70 elders and that same spirit of wisdom went on them and Joshua was one of those young men that it went on praise God and of course the spirit of wisdom upon the the priest the ones that were the teaching priest instructing people how to obey the laws the commandments of God well that spirit of wisdom is very very important in combating the coronavirus walking in the wisdom of God making good decisions not doing foolish things I know some of you you've been you've been laid off from work Uh, some of you you uh, maybe you have paid leave which is a blessing maybe you could work from home which is a blessing but others you were just sent home and you were told no paycheck until this thing lifts and whenever it does you can come back to work but you know uh, there are people that they're learning biblical finances But because they're still new into it, they are still in that place where they're living paycheck to paycheck. Now, God's going to heal that. God's going to get that cleaned up. God's going to help you build reserves and storehouses. But in the interim, if you are in a place where you have been living paycheck to paycheck and you were told, go home and there's no pay until this lifts and then you can come back we'll you know get you working again but till then no pay you know what you're going to have to really get into the Word of God and trust the Lord and don't do crazy stuff don't do crazy stuff just hold steady God will make a way for you and already the Lord's working through the president and through the leaders of the nation to endeavor to uh, you know touch the hearts of creditors and lending agencies so that there's extensions and there's no repossessions and uh, there's there's all kinds of goodies and perks that are being extended and uh, from auto financing, where uh, you know all of the creditors are just saying, "Hey, you know, if you need a six-month break, go ahead and take it with no penalty, no no raised interest or anything like that." So there's many there's many areas of relief. There's many areas of help. And, and if you're not sure, uh, don't hide from a creditor. Get on the phone and call because most likely there is some type of reprieve. There's some type of refreshing to give you room to hang in there and do the things you need to do. So don't panic. Don't do crazy things and don't get into despondency and hopelessness. Praise the Lord. God will provide for you. Mm, That felt so good to say that. Let me say it to you again. God will provide for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You have Jehovah Jireh in your life. You're going to be just fine. Praise the Lord. Now, others of you, and we have church members and ministry partners you have online businesses and if you're online you you can probably surf through this a little better but others of you you have you have what i would call brick and mortar type businesses and you've had to close them to obey and to conform to the request of your state or your government and you're doing that out of good conscience and that's the right thing to do so I just want you to know that this does not mean that you have to shift into a mindset of loss and, you know, just thinking, you know, oh, we're not going to make it. No, no, no. God is still your God. You still have Jehovah Jireh in your life, even if there's a famine, even if there's a recession. And I want you to believe that even though in the natural, the water, may flow downstream. I want you to see yourself like that pink salmon that goes upstream against the downstream current. Why? He has a purpose. He has a mission. He has an assignment. And that fish will go upstream against all the obstacles, leaping and almost flying to get to its destination. And that's what the females are doing, so they can lay the eggs and, and do their spawning and then you know the next generation can come along. But don't think, well, we have to shut down, we're gonna lose a bunch of money. No, just have a mentality of, well, we may have to shut down, but we're not losing anything. God is our God and everything's gonna get restored. And in the interim, I mean do inventory, do whatever you need to do, clean clean your shop, you know, remodel whatever you need to do. Get ready, get ready so that when things reopen, you are ready to run, praise God. And I believe even in the interim, God can bless you. With wisdom of how to work around it work through it obeying state laws but at the same time still you know just thinking outside of the box that's one of the great things about about America is our ingenuity Uh, that was kind of interesting some years back when Saudi Arabia said you know what we're going to drive all of the other oil producers particularly the American oil producers out of business and we're just going to keep pumping and we're going to keep lowering the price on the barrel of oil of crude oil, and uh, they underestimated the ingenuity. Of the American oil companies you got all these guys down in Texas and they're thinking well they're going to put the heat on well let's just get better at fracking and they they just revolutionized that whole industry and they drove down prices below what even the Saudis could do Woo! praise the Lord through their ingenuity so this is a time for wisdom for creativity thinking outside of the box you won't have to do it always but it's good sometimes to have a little pressure to push you to think differently and I believe these things will help you expand and many of you businessmen and business women, you're realizing that it's very important to be more developed in social media. To, uh, oh, Pastor Stephen, that's not really my thing. But you're realizing, well, I, I might want to make that my thing now because everybody now is online. It's like, you know, everybody's at home, but everybody's at home online. You know, you'd only watch so much TV before you realize it's just they're regurgitating the same thing over and over again. So you get online for some creativity and for some recreation. And you know what? You need to be there. You need to be there on Twitter and Facebook and all these uh, YouTube whatever it is you need to you need to expand your business Mm-mm. think think beyond local think beyond local well well Pastor Stephen I'm just a masseuse I mean I, I give massages how can I how can I do that I, I don't know maybe there's a rich sheik over in Saudi Arabia who wants to pay you you know $5,000 for a massage if you're really good. You know, maybe they can't find anybody that knows what they're doing. They see you online, and they will willing to pay your ticket all the way over, and then all the way back. Don't think that stuff's funny. Stuff like this happens all the time. If you know your value, and you know you wor- your worth, and you know you're really good at what you're doing, you are a global commodity, not a local commodity. If you are really, really good at what you're doing, regardless of what it is, you are a global commodity, and you have need All over the world. Because if you can do it here, you can do it there, 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 on the top of the planet, bottom of the planet, other side of the planet. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm -mm. So let your talent, let your gifting be known. Oh, Pastor Stephen, but all those platforms are evil platforms, and it's all getting everything ready for the end time Antichrist. Mm, You know what? It was said through the prophet Daniel that in the last days knowledge will increase you need to just go with the flow you can't live in the stone age you know you just can't be passing out little flyers and think that's that's going to work you have to go to where the fish are at and you have to uh, you know and the fish they're on television and they're on the internet so yes do do the billboards and do the newspaper but look you have to get beyond that you have to start pushing your gift your talent out to the world because now the the world is more linked than it ever has before and when all of these satellites all these little bitty uh, thousands of satellites that these corporations have been working on and they've already been putting them up in space by the hundreds when all of that gets flipped and the switch gets flipped suddenly we're going to have entire nations just you know introduced to the internet and to the gospel and all you know that goes along with that so technology is moving forward you can't go backwards you have to go forward yes of course don't take the mark <laughs> you know well, now you, unless you take this you can't buy or sell well you I, I give up buying or selling I'm not taking that mark but look getting on a social media platform doesn't mean you're taking the mark we've been through this before back in the 80s when credit cards people started coming out people are like I'm not taking a credit card that's the mark of the beast system well you know you can't you can't even buy an airline ticket now unless you have a credit card they're not taking cash for that you have to have a credit card or, or, or a debit card so you know just use wisdom and these types of things and allow these moments to help you make adjustments so that you have enlargement and some of you have products that deservedly belong into the hands of people in other states and in other countries it's that good you've undersold yourself You've undervalued your product. It really is that good. Mm-mm. The blessing of Abraham. The blessing of Abraham is not just local, it's multinational. Mm-mm. Thank you, Jesus. A- and the Lord told him that I'll bless you. You'll be a blessing to who? Just the, the people living down the street? No, to the whole world. To the whole world. Mm-mm. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Let's continue on. The wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is very important. Pastor Stephen, I'd like to tie into that a little bit more. Here's an email that came in just a few hours ago. And let's talk about tying into the flaming wisdom of God. Wisdom is is denoted by the color red. Wisdom is there's references to it in the book of Proverbs in a sense where rubies which would be so highly valued wisdom is above rubies but it still sinks with that beautiful ruby red color now this came in today at 4 34 p.m. It says hi Pastor Stephen my name is Derek I've been listening to you for the last several months well I listened to a sermon when you challenged the listeners to pray in the Spirit for one hour a day for 21 days. Well, I prayed for over 30 straight days. And I can tell you, it was a magnificent experience for me. Also, most of the days, I surpassed an hour, and would pray closer to three hours straight. I did this every morning starting at 3:33 33 AM, as you stated, for wisdom is released at that particular time yes it is 333 in the morning is God's hour when he unveils divine secrets that's not my message for today but that's just a little nugget for you to ponder on he continues by saying I did this every morning starting at 333 a.m. as you stated for wisdom is released at that particular time I remember feeling power in my hands smelling a floral scent And I know it was a spiritual scent because it was snow outside, not a flower. In sight, woo! Praise God! And after that happens, you begin to get over in the spirit. You begin to get into discerning the spirits. Supernatural fragrances can come forth. The anointing is flowing. Woo! The wisdom of God is flowing. You won't have any troubles in life. You're too high in God. You're too high in the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is the wisdom that is above all wisdom, mm, and you'll have a solution for every need. Mm, thank you, Jesus. But the most powerful part of this prayer time was that the Lord spoke four prophetic words through me to encourage and lift up my pastor. Mm-mm. And he goes deeper into uh, what happened and how that blessed him and how it really touched the heart of his pastor because the words were so accurate. With that being said, he continues, there was a sacrifice and the dedication. Trust me, thirty days straight at 3.33 AM that doesn't come automatically he's right there is a sacrifice and the dedication and he says there was a sacrifice and dedication to the Lord and to the challenge that you put forth I loved being challenged and taking challenges and completing them I know I flow in the prophetic now for sure I would also like to honor you and send you a Starbucks gift card as well. I honor you and thank you for your labor in the word and doctrine. Hallelujah. Brother Derek, God bless you and thank you also for the Starbucks gift card. Be assured that I will use it. Praise God. They just built a new Starbucks. Can you believe this? i I know that God answers prayer. They just built a new Starbucks literally three minutes. A three minute drive from my house. Pastor Stephen thou art a blessed man, yes, yes, I am. and I prayed a little bit more and God opened the windows of heaven and blessed our town with the Jersey Mike sandwich shop right next to it, literally three minutes from my house. Pastor Stephen, I know you are a blessed man mm-hmm. yes yes I am praise God but my friends wisdom flowing wisdom flowing mm, into you Woo! get up and pray hallelujah some of you you're off you know that they, they told you to go home well you've got some free time do some praying in the spirit but get up early and do it it'll set the pace it'll set the tone for your entire day when the day before the sun ever breaks over the horizon by getting up early and praying Okay, so one of the blessings is the wisdom of God flowing, the beautiful pillar of fire. Thank you, Jesus. The spirit to instruct them. That's the spirit of wisdom that was on the leadership, and that same anointing can be on you. Okay, and it says that God did not withhold manna from their mouth. Mm. So God gave them manna. Now think about the miracle of the manna. You could eat this little bitty like wafer and you could eat just a few of those things, and suddenly you're totally full. Just as full as you'd have eaten a steak and mashed potatoes, you know, which would take an hour and a half just to digest all that food. But you can eat the little piece of manna, and your stomach feels light, but you feel full and satisfied. Mm, no heartburn, no indigestion. No need to go to the hospital or the Seven Eleven and get some Pepto-Bismol because there is no Seven Eleven and there is no hospital. This is God and God alone saying, I can take care of you in the middle of nowhere. Even if all the stores shut, even if the whole nation were to shut down, I can take care of you right where you're at. If you, if you can't go out of your living room for the next 40 years, I can provide for you. God's already done it. He's already proved it. He's already proved it. And he'll prove it to you over the 40 days if you need it. If you need it, he will absolutely prove it. You're not losing anything, everything if something went away, it's coming back. Praise God. There is no defeat in the Lord. there's nothing but victory in him. Woo, praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Manna. Manna for their mouth. No restaurants, no McDonald's, no Burger King. Three million people in the middle of a desert that need to eat at least twice daily, and they're all taken care of every single day, not one day missed for 40 40 years straight. And on the Sabbath, they get it it double the day before. Incredible. Absolutely amazing. Praise the Lord. And it says that He also gave them water for their thirst. Water for three million people with no city public water supply, and if you have a city water supply then you have to have the entire sanitation system and all, you know the big water treatment facility and I used to work for a company years back where we made all of the big giant sluice gates uh, the kind that you know they their size of a house that go down and shut off water supply lines and things like that well that was a fun job but my friends those are big operations but this these people are out in the middle of nowhere and they have to have enough water every single day as you're in the desert even with the cloud you're, there's going to be some perspiration and there's going to be you know it's just coming out of your skin uh, moisture so you need a lot of water but yet never did they ever say hey we don't have enough liquid no they had plenty God would just bring it supernatural every single day Mm. hallelujah praise God the power of God to sustain to provide and take care not just to hold you in survival mode not just to hold you on the edge where you're so skinny that you know you're just living off of a cracker no you're blessed You're blessed every single day. You wake up and you're blessed every need met. Amazing. 40 years, verse 21, 40 years. And remember, if God could do it for 40 years, what's three weeks? What's six weeks? It's nothing compared to the power of God and His inexhaustible resources and ability to take care of you and your entire family. 40 years, you sustained them in the wilderness. They lacked Nothing might want to underline that they lacked nothing I speak over your life I declare and prophesy over your life that during this coronavirus with state shutdowns and uh, non, what's called non-essential shutdowns. I speak to you, businessmen, businesswomen, and just, you know, other employers and and employees, I speak to you that whatever your condition, that there will be no lack in your life. Now, believe it in the name of Jesus, no lack. I speak no lack over your life, no lack for anything, for anything. It's all there, everything you need, no lack for money, no lack for food, no lack for anything that you need, no lack. Woo, praise God. Their clothes did not wear out. Their clothes did not wear out, Pastor Steve. Pastor Stephen, they, they've closed Nordstrom, they've closed Macy's, they've closed uh, JCPenney, they've closed them all down. What are we going to do? God will take care of you. Just just keep the ones you have on, and you know, no washing machines out there in the wilderness either. God just would keep them clean, Mm-mm. and the clothes didn't wear out. Woo! You're going to make it. Total provision in every area. We also know from Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 5, that not only did their clothes not wear out, but neither did their shoes. Their shoes didn't wear out. Now, because I used to be a runner, uh, you have this thing called pronation which is you know when you're it's the way your foot strikes the ground and a little bit of a roll in the ankle some people pronate some people you know uh, supinate and then you know the the ankle can go out a little bit the, the heel can roll out a little bit or it. the first time it actually can roll in and you can look at the bottom of your shoe and you'll see a wear pattern and you'll notice also that every person's foot strike is unique uh, by the way the the top marathon runners in the world they all have perfect foot placement, and there is no rolling on the heel on the side or on the left or right. It's, it's a gift. It's genetics. It's a blessing from God. So they, they're basically when something like that happens, it's called no wasted motion of energy. So their foot is landing just right, lifting up just right. So the foot's not pointed out. Everything has to be perfect. It may not sound like a big deal, but after you've done that for 26 miles, you know, if it's off a little bit, that could add up to a minute lost time. So everything has to line up just right. It's not just lung capacity, it's all these little things, too. And that's the touch of God for those that are called in specific career fields whether it's to be a professional runner or to be a professional chef or whatever it might be you'll notice God gave you a little something extra in that area that pertains to your calling and your career field in life. Woo thank you Jesus. So their shoes didn't wear out either. Nowhere on the bottom. Can you imagine that 38 years walking walking in gigantic circles all through the Arabian desert just walking and walking and you look at the bottom of your shoes not even out one bit not wore out one bit the sandal straps every, everything just totally fine just like the day you got it and you know they left Egypt when they, they plundered the, the Egyptians in a sense because God told them to don't feel bad for the Egyptians That in a sense was payback for them for the Egyptians having put them in forced slavery for 430 years so they left they left with gold and silver they also had a lot of clothing and I'm sure a lot of a lot of shoes so they each would have one pair of shoes and let, you know maybe somebody had a pair of you know Nike's maybe somebody else had a pair of you know like black dress shoes maybe somebody else uh, you know had just had you know a traditional sandal who know what it was now we know there wasn't Nike back then although there was Adidas no just joking praise God but my friends the thing is regardless is that God just supernaturally kept them for how long for 40 years God never failed them one day you're going to make it for 40 days, for six weeks, or whatever it is. Cakewalk with you and the Lord. This is easy. This is easy. This is no strain on the Lord. God's not up there in heaven sweating, straining. No, this is easy. God's done this for an entire nation. This is easy for Him to take care of you. Praise God. You have a Jehovah Jireh. Say this again. Say, I have a Jehovah Jireh in my life. I will have no lack. Their clothing, their shoes did not wear out, and their feet did not swell. Oh, Pastor Stephen, I know why, because they were giving each other foot massages every day. No, they they didn't didn't need a foot massage. Just, you know, if they needed to walk all day. Can you imagine walking all day? It's hot. You you got some, you got great cloud coverage, but still, you know, it's, it's not like it's 40 degrees, you know, it's still warm. So they're walking and, but there's just no swelling of the feet. It is God's divine health plan, walking in divine health. Mm. what's better than the healing walking in divine health walking in divine health all the time everything working right and you're moving forward praise God and also this would be number 10 I kind of went through these not really numbering them as we went but there's 10 of them I've given you nine let me give you one more I would call it supernatural protection from all the critters because when they would stop and set up camp and they would have their tents. Well, I don't know how they do it, but these little critters like scorpions, they just have a way of getting into your tent. But that didn't happen to the Israelites. There was, you know, you, can you imagine going into your tent and laying down and pulling your blankets over you and you put your arms underneath your pillow to get comfort, comfortable. That is if you sleep on your tummy and you put your arms underneath your pillow, what if there was a snake under there? What if while you're out during the day, you know, doing some things, a snake slithered in and got under your pillow? boy but that stuff didn't happen God protected them from snakes and of course most of the snakes were venomous and from the the scorpions and all of these little critters that can be very very dangerous and they're all over the place in the desert and especially when you've got three million people God just protected all of the people all of the time amazing hallelujah so there is supernatural protection okay now keep all of this in mind that God did this for his people under the old covenant. Christ had not yet shed his blood. But even under the old covenant, God so loved and so took care of his people that he just took them through it, took them through it, and then took them into the promised land. Woo! Praise God. Something good is on the other side of the coronavirus. Something really good. Oh, a blessing. Mm, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to the Lord. So, we have a better covenant. We have a better covenant. And this covenant that we have is based, called the New Covenant, of course, or covenant meaning will, God's will, is that you prosper and be in health just as your soul prospers all the time, continually. God's going to get you through this. God wants you to be a source of blessing to others, primarily a blessing of love compassion uh, compassion and encouragement that helps stabilize people. Mm. My wife's real good at that. The Holy Spirit will bring her across people that seem like they're just about to lose it. I'm talking people that are on a panic that are all, I, I mean it, s- it seems like some of these people are just about I don't know ready to drive they're literally about ready to drive their car off a cliff or something like that. But yet they'll run into my wife she'll start talking to them and it, 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 she just likes talks them down out of out of insanity out of you know the crowd spirit just talks them down out of a spirit of fear and comforts them with wise words and then begins to work Jesus in there now it doesn't mean they received Jesus on the spot but it does mean that peace came through the message of Christ and they will certainly ponder and think upon that but I've seen I've seen my wife talk people down who are Christians who are totally on knife's edge You know, because of maybe a tornado, or hurricane, or earthquake, or something like that, or something really bad that happened on the news, and people are reeling from it. So my friends, we need to be the ones that are stable, praise God, because we have stability in Christ. Hallelujah. Nothing new under the sun. We're going to get through this, and we're going to get through this in victory, and then we're going into great blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah thank you Lord Jesus the Lord during this time wants you to swim upstream in your thinking like the salmon you're going upstream how do you do that by faith you hold to the word of the Lord and you just continue to believe God over circumstances that are out there and you will find out that God's word prevails over any circumstance Praise the Lord. So believe His Word. Believe His Word. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And let me say this. For those that would like to actually see the nation spiral into a collapse, or for those that would, in a sense, delight over the... What they would hope to be a collapse of this nation. It's not going to happen. What is going to happen is that America, under the leadership of President Trump, is going to get through this and we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay and that this nation is going to get back on track and we are going to again be the light. Of the world, because we are the nation, the number one nation in the world that preaches the gospel. Oh, there's other nations that do a phenomenal job too, brilliant job, but America, America is very special in this area. You know, I tell you, uh, when there's disasters or calamities, you'll have other countries that show up with their relief teams, but the ones that come in strong and heavier than Americans, and I, I'm talking even out of my own county. Now, here in our county of Wilkes, not one case of coronavirus, and we know that directly from reports from the hospital. In the entire county, 40,000 people, not one case of coronavirus. We were in a neighboring county today, me and my wife, right next to our county. There's the, the next county over talking to a medical doctor there. Not one case of coronavirus in their entire county. But out of our own county, people going all over the world doing relief work. Uh, taking supplies and taking medical supplies that hospitals in Italy are short on. Praise the Lord. You know, what is that? That is because of the Christians in this nation. And this nation has a covenant with the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And we're praying. We're praying. And because we're praying, this nation will never go down. Hallelujah. And God's going to get us through this. And President Trump is doing a phenomenal job, incredible job. And there are those, there are those who would delight in seeing the country fall apart. They would actually put their own warped ideologies and political agenda in front of the health of the nation. They would like to see the nation collapse just so that they could blame Trump but it's not going to happen it's a very dangerous thing and those, those people that are doing those things they will go down in history history will show that those people were they were just voices of criticism while Trump President Trump will go down as one of the greatest leaders in history I believe that with all of my heart and we're praying for him praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Do not bet against this nation. It's not, it's not going to go good for those that do. Praise the Lord. We're going to do well. God's with us. And the church's finest hour, and America's finest hour has not yet to be seen. But we're going to get there because God has a plan for this nation, a destiny for this nation, for the American church, for the Nigerian church, for the Canadian church, for the church in the UK. I tell you what, but the church global also, mm -mm, we're going to see and taste the glory. We're getting closer. We're getting closer. And so my friends, let's really live for the Lord because we we are going to see the, the fulfillment of the Great Commission. We're going after it with all of our hearts, preaching the gospel into all the world. Praise the Lord. And many of these nations that have never heard the gospel before, they're going to hear it soon because of all these little satellites that are now up there by the thousands. The whole planet's going to be under satellite coverage with thousands and thousands of satellites so that anybody in the world can get internet reception. And with the internet, there you know there's a lot of junk on the internet but we are going to use it as a platform for the spreading of the gospel and every other platform that we can get uh, into as well praise the Lord all right let's get ready to take holy communion today woo thank you Jesus hallelujah woo praise the Lord thank you Lord Jesus we give you praise Lord, we give you praise. If you're watching today's program, maybe out of curiosity and you don't even know Jesus, from the perspective you've heard about Him, maybe you've heard Bible stories about Him, but you don't know Him as your Lord and Savior. But you've had time to ponder and consider your life over the last few weeks, and you maybe have caught a glimpse of really the, the fragileness of life and the brevity of life. And it's made you think. It's made you think about your life. Well, I would like to give you an opportunity to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, and to have forgiveness of sins, and to receive His life into your heart. If you would like to receive Him right now, pray this prayer out loud. Pray it out loud. Pray it after me. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of all of my sins. I have been a sinner. Wash my sins away with your precious blood. Jesus, I give you my heart. I give you my life. I accept you now as my Lord, my Savior, and my King. Now come rule in my heart, Lord Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for washing my sins away. Thank you, Jesus. I belong to you now, and I will serve you from this day forward. Amen. Praise God. Welcome to the family of God. Now, Let's all take Holy Communion together. Mm -hmm. I would like to invite you, grab some unleavened bread. I use these little wafers, but just use whatever would be close to that. Something like a little cracker or something like that would be just fine. And here I have grape juice. Heavenly Father, we pray over the bread and the juice. We consecrate it. We set it apart as holy, and we bless it. This is now the body and the blood of our Savior, Jesus, who died at Calvary for the remission, the complete taking away of all of our sins. Thank you, Father, for Jesus. As we receive His body, we thank you, Father God, that you are the same God that took care of the Israelites for 40 years. You sustained them in the wilderness, and they lacked nothing. They lacked nothing. We hold to the same promise under better conditions through the new covenant, through the shed blood of Christ. We thank you, Father God, that we will lack nothing. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's receive. Father, thank you for the blood of Jesus, its mighty sin cleansing power, and its protective power for our lives we thank you for the blood hedge of protection. We thank you, O God, that the enemy cannot touch us. We give you praise, O God. We give you praise that we are clean, holy in your sight, and that we belong to you. And so therefore, because we are yours, you have a divine responsibility to take care of your own. Thank you, Father, for taking good care of us. We believe it, we receive it, and we confess it. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's receive the blood of Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to the Lord. Amen. My friends, don't forget we're getting closer to Passover. Sunday, April the 12th. The Lord, through the Holy Spirit, spoke to me three amazing words. In the midst, in the middle and in the midst of coronavirus, in the, in the midst of all of this stuff. The Holy Spirit spoke to me. Pastor Stephen, what did he say? Did he say, run for the hills? No, he didn't say that. Pastor Stephen, did he say, buy more baked beans? No, he didn't say that. He said, finish the fence. Whoo, glory to God. I said, okay, Lord, we will. So I'm believing that by or on Passover, April the 12th, the remaining provision that we need to finish the fence project here at the ministry, that it will come in. And if you would like to sow a seed towards that, it would be a great blessing. We have completed just a little over halfway of the ministry fence, and it's absolutely beautiful. But we are going completely around the entire 1.72 acres of the ministry property, and we want to finish that. Now, the remaining part will be a little bit more than the first part, because the remaining part not only includes the length of the fence, but this one will have an electric gate. So a little bit pricier, but we've already done half. Let's finish the other half. let's let's just knock it all out. Praise God. And I believe by God's grace, the full provision will come in. And I know that God works through His precious people. If you would like to sow a seed, if you would like to sow a seed, you could name it a Passover seed. We're also calling it the fence seed because God put a fence around Job and Satan stood back and said, God, I can't touch that guy. He said I can't touch him you put a fence around his life God's like yep I sure did <laughs> Woo, glory to God and I'm believing during this time where people are concerned about being touched with something yucky a virus or something like that that you can have strong faith for that protective fence of God's hedge of protection around your life so if that it helps you to identify with that through sowing the seed that would be a blessing because you could call this the Passover seed or some are calling it the fence seed but when you send your blessing in make note of that so that we can and apply it to that specific purpose. And thank you for your giving. Woo! Praise the Lord. Father, I pray for your people. No fear, but faith and trust in you and full provision. And we thank you, Father God, for no lack, no lack anywhere. We thank you, Father God, just like the salmon swimming upstream, a natural example of a spiritual parallel of faith, that Father, while others may go downstream with fear and unbelief we move forward towards your kingdom purpose and cause endeavoring to turn as many around to go with this as possible we thank you father for the complete fulfillment of destiny for the nation for the church for our lives and for the global plan that you have for the global church the body of Christ we thank you father God for We thank you, Father God, for the great work you're doing in this hour. You're setting up a blessing unparalleled for the church. Let us be prepared and ready to step into it. And Father, may the seeds that your people sow make room for them and to this new blessing that you will be releasing. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. My friends, thank you for joining me today on this special program. I look forward to seeing you back again real soon. Till then, stay blessed. Bye bye.